We're back with On Second Thought from GPB. I'm Virginia Prescott. Squidbillies is one of the longest-running shows on the Atlanta-based Adult Swim network. The animated series follows a family of anthropomorphic mud squids in the mountains of North Georgia. Ahead of its 12-season premiere, Chuck Reese of the Bitter Southerner podcast spoke with co-creators Jim Fortier and Dave Willis, along with Nashville-based singer Elizabeth Cook here at GPB. Elizabeth voices Tammy on Squidbillies. She's the girlfriend of a squid named Rusty. In this episode, Rusty has gone missing, and Tammy is fending off advances by Rusty's dad, Early. He's been gone four days. Maybe we should call a chef or put out one of those missing person alerts. No, no, I'm sure he's okay, and the chef will agree with me. Uh, Rusty's done hooked up with some other right now. The game's up. It's over. He would never do that. He loves me. He told me we were going steady. Now, you got to understand, little gal. Rusty's still got some wild seeds to sow. And so do I. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? Rusty said you ain't got no problems laying down with a squid. Why you want the sequel when you can have the prequel? Chuck Reese asked Elizabeth Cook how she got connected to Squidbillies. Dave Willis recalled hearing Elizabeth's accent during one of her concerts and knowing then and there that she was the right fit for Squidbillies. I remember filming it and sending it to Jim and going, oh, my God, this is a real voice from the South. <laughs> you know, really, you know, unique voice. I think we both sort of share an affinity for that just unique quality Quality to the voice, not the fake southern accent, you know, not the Forrest Gump, not the foghorn leghorn. And the... Isn't that always the wildest thing to watch anytime you see or hear, rather, southern accents? Oh, God, yeah. I'm like, no! Well, that was the first time I heard you talk. I was like, she really is like that. Well, my, my manager, Larry's here, and, the, and she says the number one question about me. Well, second is, like, if, who do I sleep with? But the first one was, like, is my accent real? Do I really speak like this? Why would well, I have, not? Uh, why would I do this on purpose to myself? <laughs> you know. Well, that's. I mean, it's uh, hurt me as much as it's helped me. I'm sure. Have you ever lived outside the South? I live in Tennessee now, which is north. North. <laughs> well, it feels more Appalachian and Midwestern as much as it does Southern to me. Having come up in Central Inland Florida, which is just about as ratchet redneck as you can get, and then. I moved north to Waycross, Georgia, and I went to Georgia Southern, and then, yeah, Nashville, like, they don't automatically sweeten their tea there. You, they don't do it. That's wrong. Yeah. I did go to one place in a, a little uh, grocery store that John T. Edge from the Southern Foodways Alliance took me to, and the lady who was waiting on our table, they, like, served lunch in there, you know, like meat and three. Right. And and she goes, you want that unsweet tea or you want that diabetic tea? Oh, uh, judgmental. Well, I chose diabetic. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's it, the reason I asked you the question is, you know, like, I have spent two different stretches. I grew up in LJ, Georgia. Uh Nobody's going to clap for L.A.J. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I have fond memories of the place now, but it took me a long time to recall them. Uh, when I moved to New York the first time, which was in 1984, and then again when I moved back in 2000, in the year 2000, everybody just thought I was stupid from the get-go. Yeah. And I, I discovered the southern accent in a place like that, once they discover that you're actually capable 
of, you know, building a compound complex sentence on the fly. Yeah. You know, it moves from being you're an idiot to, oh, maybe that's charming. I met the one of the first times I met with a music row lawyer to sit down and go over a contract. She said to me, your vocabulary is surprising. And I didn't know whether to hug her or hit her, but she could not believe that I knew words. I was like, I had to do the SAT to go to Georgia Southern. I mean, come on. Elizabeth, are you, you're a CPA, aren't you? I, I never sat for the exam because I got out of that, but I, yeah, I did. Accounting major. major, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. And, and, and a former Price Waterhouse employee. Yeah. I can do a spreadsheet and a keg stand. <laughs> Georgia Southern. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I've always marveled at about y'all's show is that, you know, you'll have some episodes where it's just straight up early Kyler doing something stupid and winding up with what somebody who does something that stupid ought to expect, right? <laughs> And then there are these other times where the whole thing somehow circles back to, like, you know, something that's in the current culture and in the political culture. Like, I think back to, you know, the, the, the episode when Early gets so upset that, that they're having a holiday tree in Dougal County, you know, <laughs> instead of a Christmas tree. <laughs> Somehow you, you're able to do that without making people like me feel like we're the brunt of the joke, and you're able to make a point about big things that are going on. And, you know, most comedy shows I don't think ever start out with a grand intention like that, but I think over 11 years y'all have gotten there. Well, I mean, I think one thing is the network has, you know, graciously sort of let us write things that we want to write about and these are things that we bitch about with each other every morning at 10 a.m. you know it's like we're just we just sit there and just bitch about things that really drive us nuts <laughs> about you know where we live you know we're like I, I saw uh, I was in Florida just like uh, yesterday and I was like it was behind a bumper sticker keep Christ in Christmas I'm like who's taking it from it <laughs> nobody <laughs> yeah. shut up Where do you stand on that issue? Yeah, I mean, so we try to. Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of how we get get it out is you know writing jokes about it, and I don't really think we monitor it from a sake sake of does anyone feel like this insults them? We totally we're just like this is our approach. This is how we're telling the story, and this is how our view is coming across, and this is our art, and this is what we're doing, and. Uh, Thankfully, we work at a place where they're like, our bosses are like, yeah, that's kind of, we can kind of relate. I feel like real artists ideally, I think, try to like peel layers off of things so that people can better understand and the nuances of things. And Squidbillies is a just premier example of, of a show that does that. So for me, I was like, anything you need with any of my time, I'm in because I'm just grateful Tell me specifically what you're grateful for about this show. I think I think that it's 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 the dispelling of the myth. It's it's the best way to address hard issues is always with humor. Right. And 
of course, they've got that in spades, mm-hmm. and they're they're addressing things that are points of contention, and with all the anger and the hate all the time, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to get it through the filter of a cartoon that that makes fun of it in an intelligent way, but shines a light on things, shows different perspectives of people that might all be Southern, actually, and and just highlights nuances of the reality of being a Southerner is just super important, especially right now. Yeah, especially right now, because it's weird. Can we send the transcript of that to the Peabody (laughs) Award people? I'm a UGA grad. Well, I feel like we're getting away with something. And that's and another... y'all are getting away with something. And I just, you know, I don't throw my weight behind that. Jim Fortier and Dave Willis there. They are co-creators of the animated TV show Squidbillies. We also heard from Elizabeth Cook, one of the voice actors on the show. And that is just a taste of their conversation with Chuck Reese when GPB and The Bitter Southerner hosted a preview of the 12th season premiere of Squidbillies. You can hear more of their conversation on a special edition of The Bitter Southerner podcast. Subscribe for free at gpb.org slash podcasts. 